Hi everyone, welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. I'm Shabby. I'm Man. We're partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And everything else in between. And today we're going to talk about something that's very close to our heart. Something that actually brought the two of us together. Mm, I wonder what that could be. Music. Music. If Shakespeare once say, the music be the food of love, kill the row. I was going to say, if music be the food of love, keep cooking and posting on Instagram. Play on. So, Shabi, music has always been an integral part of our lives. As you're saying, it's what brought us together. That's right. In a way. Yeah. But do you remember when you first really got into music, the first the first time when you thought, wow? I remember vaguely, but I tell you what, I've been thinking about music a lot, especially after the episode we did with our kids. And I realized how our music taste is completely different from theirs. And some things, some tunes, some memories that will always be special to us, no matter what the trend is. My uh, musical taste stems essentially from what my mum and my sister and my dad used to listen to. Uh, no. uh, Dean Martin. Dean Martin, Jim Reeves, a lot of that. And then my sister was in a rock band as well. She was quite the rock chick. So all my sister's influences, you know, Sting, uh, Deep Purple, Pink Floyd, Whitesnake, all of them I ended up listening to. And my mum was, of course, big time into I like to think of her as the original mixtape queen because, um, you know, she'd have her compilation of Kishore Kumar, her Kishore Kumar favorites, her Mohammad Rafi favorites, Gulam Ali, uh, Lata Mangeshkar, of course. So I've had a very mixed kind of an influence. And strangely, although I'm a Bengali and Bengalis are supposed to be very, very keen on Robindra Shongit, you know, songs that Rabindranath Tagore not just wrote, but composed the music for as well. But because I never lived in Calcutta, somehow I never, never, never developed a taste for Rabindra Shongit. I've had many, many influences that have shaped my taste in music. So now Rabindra Shongit, just Sandesh? Just Shondesh, that's right. Incidentally, Shondesh is not music, it's something you eat. I know, yeah? I know what it is. So when I came back here, I remember one of my friends gave me a tape which had a Led Zeppelin on it. And um, I was, we were all quite young and I heard it and I thought, wow. And then he said, yeah, come over and... Um, uh, he's got two elder brothers. You know, when you're like 14, 15, elder brothers are, his brothers were like 19, 20, which yeah. is really old. So uh, we went to his house and it was this, now in hindsight, you know, he was in some very posh place in Hampstead mm. and his brothers were one of the first people to get a CD player. But, um, you know, afterwards I found out that one of the houses down his road was, um, I think Lulu's lived there at the time and it used to be um, Ringo Starr's house. So mm. it was an ex-Beatles house. You know, so he's lived in a very affluent area. So we went up to his attic. His brother said, okay, this is the CD player and he took out a, a CD. And we'd never seen CDs and all before. It was brand new and he took out, I think he played um, uh, Money for Nothing. Mm. He, had brother, he had Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits and he had Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel, I think. Mm. And we were totally Blown, you know, and next day you went to school, and oh my God. So, were you blown by the music or by the CD player? Uh, the, the atmosphere, the CD player, mm. the hype, everything. When it's all mixed together, yeah. it's just amazing. So, you know what? The really strange thing is that two years later, uh, I'm living in India, mm. and suddenly, from whatever I was listening to in England, it in the time I think wham and all was big. It changed to Anup Jalota, Pankaj Das. I was going to Kavi Samelans, mm. listening to Jagjit Singh. Whoever Lata Mangeshkar was singing with at the time, or was it Mohammad Rafi or Kishore Kumar? I was listening to all those songs. So music's always been an integral part. But of course, since I've got into radio and music radio is what I've done essentially all my life. First in India, now here. Naturally, that opened up a whole new world for me. You know, when it becomes your profession, you you meet many more people you go to more gigs you hear more songs and you learn that much more about music like i remember doing uh, jazz shows and country music shows and i you end up imbibing everything and loving it yeah like 
I didn't like traditional jazz, but I loved the new kind of jazz. You always tell the story, right? That you were actually here in London when is it acid jazz? Is that what it was called? Oh yeah, that's when I, it was actually. I, yeah, I did. I am. Um, I, I remember writing quite a lot about it in in India as well. So I used to go to this place in Camden Town, which is quite close to my house. Um, mm. It was called Dingwalls. I don't think it's there anymore. So we used to do a lot of acid jazz. I think Charles Peterson used to be the DJ there mm. in those early days, and. Um, all these James Brown's backing band used to turn up and it was a, it was a great place every Sunday years to go and just dance myself self. Mm. And that was us coming back from India and before I left to go back there again. Mm. So I had two, three wonderful years here doing acid jazz. That was nice. I think once Prince turned up as well. Mm. He was one of my heroes. What are your views on the kind of music that our kids are into? Because I firmly believe that music has lost its heart and soul. It's all about rap. It's all about there isn't a melody that stays with you longer than a few weeks. You no, know, no, I no, feel no. that's your that's your perspective. That's you that's, reckon? Yeah, because no one wants to like the same music as their mom and dad. No, that's uh, true. That's true. But it has changed so dramatically. Actually, but you know? saying that, I never liked um, the stuff I liked was not my generation. Yeah, I sh- it's the generation I before you. Exactly. I know. I should have technically liked Duran Duran and Aha, uh-huh. Aha, uh-huh and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, I went to the Pink Floyd kind of area. But then that is the definition of a classic, right? By default, because these are songs that have stood the test of time and they've been favorites across generations. It doesn't matter if it's from the 60s or the 70s. It's know? the same way the Hindi music as well. Like people still, if you ask me to sing a song or whatever. Yeah, Now let's rewind a few years back to when we first met in India. When I first met you, you had long hair, you were busking in India. You were actually on the verge of cutting a record deal, were you? Oh yeah, yeah. And you're absolutely right. You know, I went with my guitar. I was in Goa and all all these places, busking away, whatever, you, whatever you're saying. And I had this repertoire of all these songs I was into, from you know, Dylan to Cat Stevens to Neil Young. But nobody was interested. You know, mm. it was like Auntie would say, "Beta, can you play some John Denver, please?" Mm. So I'd say, "Oh, I whatever don't, was popular in uh, India." There were the standard three, four songs you had to know. So I said, oh, John Denver. Yeah, and she, you know, country roads, take me home. I said, oh, yeah, 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 I know that one. Can you play some Bonnie M? I said, I really don't know any Bonnie M. <laughs> Everybody knows Brown Girl in the Ring. I said, I don't. <laughs> uh, you know? And then it was Cliff Richard. Yeah. So I said, yeah, 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 congratulations. They said, no, 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 we want Bachelor Boy. <laughs> But on the way, you know, through throughout that journey, I also um, learned some wonderful Hindi songs as well. In Nepal. Um, they taught me uh, Musa Musa Hasi, which mm. was a traditional Nepali yeah, song. Yeah. I think Shan did it in the movie. Shan did it. They did it as Musa Musa Hasi Dil Malailai, huh. but it was actually Dil Malailai, I think, the, the original one. And then um, once I interviewed this Pakistani um, singer, who was fantastic, and his song was so popular. Mm. His name was Ali Haider, I think, and the song was Prani Jeans or Guitar. Yeah. So I think thanks to living in two different countries, I think my appreciation of music is quite broad, mm. quite varied, and it's a good thing, I think. I have been forced to listen to a lot of Bollywood, which I enjoy a lot because, obviously, on my radio show, that's what I play. Music, you're talking about. So, what is at the moment your favorite um, party song? You know, when you have to stand up and suddenly, because there's one thing you can do that I can't do is that you know, if I have to sing, I need a guitar, I need the accompaniments, I need that. I just you need an just, audience. You just need an audience. Eh? Yes. Oh. I don't know. My favorite keeps changing, but one song that seems to go down very well at parties is. Uh, Kaisi Paheli's in the Gani from Parini. I'm going to sing it a little bit. Let's hear it. Nahi 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 ye baatein ye baatein hai purani. Oh oh, Kaisi Paheli hai ye Kaisi Paheli's in the Gani. Ha ha ha. 
Oh, I didn't realize you sing cabaret songs. I do, I do. There's a lot about me that you still don't know. <laughs> Shudder to think. Thanks for listening to the Shabby in Mind podcast. Please just subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast site and do feel free to rate us and review us. That helps others to find us. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't forget we're on Stitcher and Podbean as well.